You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 149 for June 29th, 2017. This week we talk about how we stay creative, trying to find a Nintendo Switch, self-centered dates, a gay colony on Mars, and our final Drag Race update. So stick around for... The The Show! One, two, three, clap. Ah! Woo! Yay! We're back! Can't get rid of us, motherfuckers. Nope. Nope. I've tried to get rid of both of us. <laughs> I've tried to office both before. The cockroaches. The cockroaches of the podcasting world. So true. Well, uh, as you guys may have realized, we took off last week. We told you we, it would be a surprise takeoff this month. You know what? I bet they didn't even fucking notice. Probably not. You know <laughs> what? And now this is popping up on your iPhone telling and you a like, new podcast. And they're like, oh, God, I've been meaning to unsubscribe for years, <laughs> and I just, it's just so much energy. Oh, my God. Years is years. so true. It's that is going weird. On years. So weird. We're so, so old. We're so aged. We're, like, so mature. I'm like a fine wine. Uh, I'm like, I, I feel like that you're a fine wine, and I age like Greek yogurt. It's Greek yogurt. Does it not age well? No, honey. No. I ate some that was about two years old once. I mean, honestly, with the things that have been inside of you throughout (laughs) your life, I'm not surprised that you're basically indestructible (laughs) from the inside out. That's true. Been some weird things in me. You're like Wonder Woman, only you're like Wonder Bottom. True. It's true. Mm Mm-hmm. The boy, the the instead of the boy wonder, it's like the bottom wonder. I'm to stop now while sure. I'm ahead. How yeah, are you doing? How has how's, <laughs> how's the past couple weeks been? How have you guys been? The the listeners, are you guys great? Thanks. I can't hear you. It's a one way conversation. Isn't that great? It's Ain't that honestly just the, the best part of this. Knees, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm good. Uh, God, I haven't left the house in like three days lately. I, I have mean, been... if you ha- if you have no need, why leave the house? Well, okay, so I do these things that are like intensive skincare. Like, I nobody can see me while I'm doing them. Okay, yeah, it's, um, it's like it takes a couple days because you you like rip your skin apart. Essentially, yeah. Like, okay, I don't okay. shave for like three days, and me not shaving for three days is like mountain man. And Ooh, then mm, sexy, it is not cute, not cute at all. And then I've been doing like this this sunflower oil thing, so it makes me look really greasy. But I'm, it's you know good for That's you. That's like me on a regular summer's day. <laughs> it's been so well. Actually, today the high was like seventy three, but it it was really fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a quick shout out to Jazza, a listener who uh, I've known for a long time. He's an oldie on YouTube as well mm-hmm. and uh, he was in Chicago for a little bit and uh, we went out one night to get a Chicago style pizza. I had thin crust because I, I, okay, here's I couldn't the thing. handle I've, it. I've heard rumors that the only people that get Chicago style pizza are like tourists. Isn't that this like in every place that's known for like one food item it's like It's a like tourist no one trap. here eats it. Right. Well, then also it, it's like one slice of deep dish pizza is like a meal. Yeah, like, it's like giant. Yeah, yeah. Are there any other people in Chicago that listen to the podcast? Can you confirm and or deny that like deep dish pizza is like a tourist trap? I don't have many friends here. Oh, fr- <laughs> friends? I don't. I haven't heard that word in a long time. Uh, actually, the people I know who live here, whenever we like go out to eat and stuff, it's never suggested. Like, mm. I've honestly gone out to get pizza with several people, and we always go to like Blaze Pizza, Ooh. which is they only have Blaze it. 
420 Blaze Pizza, they only have crispy, like thin crust. I don't understand. Like, I don't want to eat a pizza that's like a soup. I don't understand that. Something that's like super, super fucking thick. Like, I want like a thin right. crust pizza. It, I, it's like a rare th- craving I'll have sometimes, but never like, you know, it's not like. It's a, not like on the reg. It's like, no, oh, I'm not it's on like, the reg. It's because like, oh, I'm going to go out for it, pizza and you always get deep dish. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? If you eat it, you won't be on the reg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's You're, true. You're, you'll be stocked up for yeah, a while. Yeah, you'll be, it'll be like, you'll need a plunger. Yeah. But yeah. me and Jazza had fun, and uh, we went out to Boys Town. Oh, yeah. And, the gay uh, district. Yeah, we went to Sidetrack. That's the one that I usually, so, okay, there's Roscoe's Sidetrack, and there's another one. Mm-hmm. But they were all sort of very crowded. I don't remember. I think we went out on a Friday night or a Saturday night or something. Well, it but. is Pride Month. It's, it's, we're still in the end of it June, is. so it's illegal for straight people to leave their homes. So. I wish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, um, I don't know, just going out and there only being gay people? It sounds like the future liberals want. It would be nice. It would be, I don't know. I can't imagine what that's like to not have to think about someone staring at you. Exactly. For something. Yeah. Uh, what a world. What? Maybe when we colonize Mars, we'll make it gay only. Oh, that'd sure. be super nice. Like, no straights sure. allowed. You have to be this gay to enter. Speaking of gays. Ew. I know. Right. Did you <laughs> read this quote about. Um, so, OK, so Pauline is in uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yes. Have you seen Pauline from the original Donkey Kong arcade mm-hmm. game? And she's They're bringing the mayor her back. of the city. Yeah, she's she stepped it up a little bit. She escaped Princess Peach's dilemma mm-hmm. of always being captured. And now she runs a fucking city. Good yeah, for yeah. her. Yeah, good, good, for good job. Good job, Pauline. Um, but uh, let's see. There was this article on Kotaku. Don't really like that site. Mm-hmm. But uh, Miyamoto, back in like E3 2013, was talking about like gays and lesbians in the Th- games what? that are made. Yeah. So it's here's the quote. I'm just going to read it. Okay. Um, it says... He says, I guess for me in particular, the structure of the gameplay always comes before the story. And so we're always looking at when we're putting that together, what is the most natural story to take place within the, that structure? And I think in in that quote, he's talking about why Peach is always the damsel in distress. Gotcha. Um, but he goes on to, to say, so if we end up creating a gameplay structure where it makes sense for whether it's a female to go rescue a male or a gay man to rescue a lesbian woman or a lesbian woman to rescue a gay man, we might take that approach. For us, it's less about the story and more about the structure of the gameplay and what makes sense to be presenting to the consumer. Mm. So their like sort of justification of this is like they make the story first and then... And the gameplay, or they make the gameplay, gameplay first, first, and the story comes secondary. Okay, gotcha. But to me, it just seems like they're saying, like, gays and lesbians don't fit in naturally into their world. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says I, what's I, most natural so to natural. take place in that structure. So he's sort of implying that it's not natural mm-hmm. for a gay man to be in the world of Mario or something. I mean, what they don't know is that Mario is a power bottom. So oh, yeah, him and they Luigi, to, they're not brothers. They're not they're brothers. Cousins. Mm. Well, uh, ooh, ooh, wow. <laughs> Bringing that Southern twist in, mm, honey. Yeah. No, but like Mario and Luigi are like when you take your boyfriend or partner or husband somewhere and then all the old ladies are like, oh, like, I wish I had a best friend like that while they're knitting and they're like <laughs> clueless. <laughs> like, I wish I had a brother like Luigi. It's like, little did you know. 
they fuck each other. That's where I'm getting. That's where I'm getting at. Sure. It's sure, like Jim. that uh, incest porn, gay incest porn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just casual. Everyone's been there, right? Like stepdad shit that, you know. That oh, honey. we've yeah, I've, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> God. I've fucking been there. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I really want to play Super Mario Odyssey, but I just, I'm really, I'm tired. We've said this time and time again. I'm tired of just old Japanese people <laughs> old, creating. Old people in general, but especially. Old I people mean, like, in general. But well, they're I, just, they're, they're especially, they're, they're, I feel like they're even more conservative about it. Like oh, yeah. You're I, even, if you have a Japanese developer and Amer- an American developer, neither of them are going to put a gay character in their game. But it's a little more likely that the American developer would. Exactly. I feel like. But Japan, I don't, I don't. Japan definitely hasn't had as near as much progress in terms of like LGBT rights and like uh, likeness in media as the West has. Like that's like a that's a fucking fact. Like they are trailing behind in terms of that social, you know. Bring it up with the times like we exist, y'all like, you know, we we aren't just, you know, fairy tales like you, sh- you know, there's gay people to play your games, listen to your media and whatever. There's like but, especially gay people who like play Nintendo games. I feel like like exactly. Animal Crossing is, it made is like for a the gay gays. heaven. Right. Like, uh-huh. I don't know, man. They need to. I I really want to play Super Mario Mario Odyssey and I will if I can ever find a goddamn switch. First is of it, all, are they having supply? They're having supply things. They're having trouble with getting switches out still. Yeah, and GameStop is trying to like, sh- like shove these bundles down your throat that with arms attached oh, to bundle it. Bundle my and I'm ass! Like, like, don't double fist me with arms right. if I don't want it. They're like, they're like five hundred dollar bundles, and they throw in like arms, and I'm like, I don't want to play that fucking game. I don't mm-hmm. give a half a shit about it. <laughs> and then I think there's a Zelda bundle too. Mm-hmm. But I think what what I heard someone rumor of what someone was doing was buying the bundle, but they ring it up separately. So they return everything else right there on the spot, <gasps> except the switch. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Such a good idea, though. I know. That's so, so um, stupid. That the only way to get a switch is like a five hundred dollar bundle. I hate I this. I know. It's so crazy or overpriced on eBay. Like, you know, it's just like how like the. In, all these people were like, you know, coming, like fucking having a goddamn circle jerk over the NES classic when it was a thing. And everyone wasn't couldn't get one because people were buying fuckloads of them and then scalping them on eBay. Yeah. For like five hundred dollars. Are people doing the same? They're doing the same thing with the fucking switch. Yeah. Well, they Nintendo is claiming I'm reading these articles that they're like they're not intentionally making low amounts of them like they were intentionally making low amounts with the NES classic. Yeah. Because it was only supposed to be a limited thing. Apparently Mm -hmm. nobody knew that at the time. Yeah. Um. But they're supposedly stepping up their switch orders now, and there's supposed to be an influx in fall, just well, in time for hopefully. the holidays, and everyone will be buying them out there too. So I don't know if I'll ever get one. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll everyone pray for Joe. Prayers for Thank Joe. You. Trended on Twitter. Thank you. Get I still hate, well, I mean, I, I mean, Odyssey. Odyssey doesn't come out until like the end of the year, right? So you have like a little while, right, like to, November to try to or October. Sure. But I feel like like with more and more time. Until Odyssey, I feel like more and more people are going to be interested in buying a Switch because, like, for the people who aren't Zelda fans that want to get a Switch, they're probably Mario fans and they want to get a Switch um, for Mario Odyssey. So, I don't know. You're going to have to, like, fucking get a brigade of people, like, hire a bunch of people on the internet to buy, get a Switch for you through the dark web. I don't know. Well, there are these sites that like people were people will go to like Target and then report in on the site that says like it'll say like 42 minutes ago they were in stock at this Target. And that was the case today in Chicago. And then like 
15 minutes later, they were gone. It's like the Nintendo Switch Hunger Games. I guess. I wish mm. I would get killed from mm-hmm. it. I wish someone would hit me in the head of the Switch. And then I'm going to have to get like a, a, a capture card so that I can stream it and oh, yeah. record oh, it. God. You're going to have a bunch of accessories, honey. I know, I know. All I'll the just, goddamn accessories. Yeah. Um, well, I tweeted out on Twitter before we came on because I do have a bunch of shit to talk about, but I love um, asking all three of my followers to give me ideas. Someone wants a rice cooker update. The rice cooker is doing fine. Shut the fuck up about it. Someone asked me, talk about how beautiful I am from Danny Dorito. I am a sucker for anyone with a beard. Um, someone also said, oh, I wanted to say something about Jazza, even though we're like already 12 minutes in and he probably closed out of the podcast already. Um, (laughs) the only thing that I remember about Jazza is his like really luscious, like orange beard. And I just kind of want to live in it a little bit. He still has his beard. Yes. He does. Was it as majestic in real life as it looks like online? It was pretty majestic. Yes. It was great. Um, does does Jazza have a, a social media that we could pimp him out at? Uh, rhyming with oranges is his rhyming. YouTube, and then there are links to his Twitter there, and Instagram, and all of the the whole the whole thing. You can go, you can get Jazza everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, did you? What is this from American Idol? This gift that you tweeted to Frame and I. Yeah. Who is, who is that? That's Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. Oh. That's Paula Abdul. <laughs> uh, you mean her hand? Oh her, my God. Her hand this in the week, right hand corner. So um, I found a video of Paula Abdul crying over the Bratz movie, a video. Okay, stop. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Could you please repeat, repeat exactly what you just fucking said again? There's a video. I guess it's from when Paula Abdul had a reality show where she was going to be, she was going to work with the Bratz movie somehow. I think she was going to do like choreography and styling and stuff like that. She might have like been a producer or something. And mm-hmm. then she apparently got dropped from it. She was told they didn't need her. Mm-hmm. And there's this this video of her from the reality show, like crying over it, just being like, what am I supposed to do? I didn't get the Bratz movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when you're when you're sad about that, you really aren't having any cards dealt to you in life. No, really, are you're you? not. And it's of course, I found it because I'm playing. You know, the my third Bratz Let's Play on my channel. I mean, okay, I shouldn't compare <sighs> the cards that Paul is getting dealt to the cards you're getting dealt. Oh, honey. Because you were on your third Let's Play of a Bratz game. Highly requested, or should I say highly demanded. Highly demanded sh- from I all should. your hashtag fans. How I should phrase that. <laughs> a lot of incomers came in after the, like, Bratz fans came in with the first Let's Play. Mm-hmm. They want to see it all. Oh my god, let me do you want me to trigger you by just mentioning Outlast 2? Oh my god, do you mean the worst game ever made? So like I I don't think we ever got like your official review at the end of it, but we like through a few through like the past like five podcasts I've just been testing the waters, pumping the brakes a little bit with you being like, <laughs> "So, how is it? How is it going?" But you finished it a long time ago. And yeah, you uninstalled it immediately, didn't you? I guess it was a couple weeks, yeah. Literally within 5 minutes of me finishing that game, I uninstalled it. I was like, I Can't never want to open this on your again. Hard drive. Yeah, it was awful. It was, mm-hmm. it, there was no, like, at the beginning, she's not pregnant. And then by the end, she's nine she's months pregnant. pregnant. And like two days tops have passed, yeah. I guess. God. Like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. And the whole game was just one chase scene. Like one long chase scene, which is just, I just hate that. It was mm-hmm. just, it was over it. Yeah, I didn't like it and I didn't even play it. I watched someone play it on Twitch. Yeah, it's not. Was like, it wasn't mm. good. So I'm sorry you subjected yourself to it. Yeah, LS1 was okay. Yeah, it had, yeah. It had good moments in it, but LS2 mm-hmm. was just, ugh. 
Ooh, girl. Ugh. Um, so I have a couple things to talk about. We're obviously going to, we have a little bit to catch up on because we didn't have a podcast last week. We didn't get to talk about the Drag Race reunion and then the Drag Race finale and the queen got crowned who won this uh, last week. So we have a lot to talk about, but we'll do that in a little bit. I have a question for you. I've been on a lot of dates recently. I go in, in and out of like staying inside for like, you know, years and then actually venturing to the outside world and going on dates with boys. I've been going on a lot of dates with a lot of different boys, a lot of first dates, a lot of coffee, a lot of caffeine in my system. And I went on a date recently um, over the past month that something happened that I don't think I've ever experienced ever in my entire life. We were um, having coffee, which I have with all of the dates that I have. And this person talked about themselves for about three hours and they didn't even ask me one question. Like, oh, I've I, been there. I could have put a cardboard cutout of me in the chair and walked away. And I bet the conversation would have been exactly the same. Yeah. Like I have never encountered anyone in my entire life that like literally didn't even acknowledge like they were they were talking at me. They weren't like there was no conversation. It was just like a one dimensional situation. And I even gave them a pass. Like I I jokingly said, like, oh, I know so much about you and you like still don't know anything about me. Like I said that out loud to their face, like kind of, you know, half jokingly. And they still just started talking about themselves. They right. didn't you know, all they knew about me was my name, like what I do for a living and that, you know, and like what school I went to. Well, like that's, and okay. that's it. In their defense, I feel mm-hmm. like the less you know about that, the less that people would know about you, the more they would probably like you. True. Also, you know, you know good. Maybe they had a <laughs> maybe they had a different idea. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, that sucks so much. I've only had one date like that, and then like, if it's ever happened again, I leave early. Yeah, like I'm done with it because yeah. those people. It's like I'm not your free therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm not your. I don't know sounding board and and they never they will never ever realize it like well, ever it was because just, they're ugh. too self-absorbed to realize it. it what i was confused about is that like this person was i i don't i don't know like we would have spots where like they would finish talking and that like there would be we would have a pause of silence and like that would be the pause of silence where i would assume that they would start asking me a question or throw something at me and nothing they didn't throw me a bone or anything. So then in that situation, I was like, uh, well, I guess I'm just going to ask about your earrings or ask about like this tattoo you have. And then they just continue going on like they never threw me a goddamn bone. It was just like and the thing is, like, even though I didn't say basically anything during that entire three hour date, I felt emotionally and physically exhausted by the end of it because right. I was just like. I was like, it was like I was throwing the ball and they were missing every single time. And I couldn't tell if they were just like really anxious, if it was like an anxiety thing. And so they were like just randomly like just talking about themselves and just were completely disregarding the fact that I was there or if that is how they are as a person. Were they talking like confidently about themselves or did it seem like they were like nervous? No, they they didn't seem like that they were nervous at all. They definitely seemed like they were probably just self-absorbed. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to make that snap judgment having never met them and only hearing this five minute story. 
I mean, I don't think there's going to be a second date, so I think you're fine. What? No, surely. I'm not going to subject myself to that. And you know what I did afterwards? That night, I like, I was, I called up, you know, another date that I knew would like talk to me, and I was like, hey, like, do you want to like go out and do something? Because I was just like so fucking flabbergasted that I just like it didn't even seem real because I'd never been in that situation before. Because like it just seems like common courtesy to like you know have a conversation between two people instead of just like talking at someone. And not even acknowledging that they're there, not asking about them. Like, how how's your day? Like, what a what a you know what a question that would have been nice for someone were to they, ask me. Here's a question for you. Okay, were they like really attractive? They were like out of ten, I would have given them like a seven and a half, eight. Okay, I don't so feel like were- that's high enough to be self absorbed. I wonder what their <laughs> problem was. <laughs> like, and normally, literally, I have been on dates with like. People super, super attractive and all like they have never it's like they've never had to. I don't know. They've they've never had to like work in a conversation. Right. They've never had to work because it's all been presented to them, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're the center of it all. But I don't know. Well, like part of me like wishes that it was a nervous habit or a nervous thing. But I'm like, no. It definitely was not. That's <laughs> was, unfortunate. I I know, but you know, I'm glad that I went on a date with this person and figured that out because now I'm just like, oh, okay, like com- all of my thoughts and you know immediate you know intimate feelings for you just right down the shitter where they belong. You 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 killed that. It's fine. Everything's good. I can get back to normal now. Like, thank you so much for you know showing me that uh, you're not the type of person that I'm into. Like, so I if that happens to you that. again, would you get out of it? What would you do? Um, if it will, if it happened to me, it, I don't think it's ever going to happen to me with the same person because I'm not going to go on another date with them, um, point blank. But if it happened to me with a different person, um, the thing is, is like, I don't, I don't know. Like I had fun listening to them, like, you know, but I don't think that I realized what was really happening until like the end of the date. Okay. Where I was like, oh, like, I really haven't, like, they haven't asked me anything. So, like, it took me a couple hours to finally, like, sure. a little get slow there. there. Uh-huh. I'm a little slow there. A little slow to figure out that they didn't give a shit about me. I don't know what that says about me. If they don't ask me in the first, any question in the first hour, I'm like, okay. Adios, yeah. muchacho. Yep. Gotta go. Gotta I need to, go. I need to, I need to, you know, up my standard. Write out your rules before. Yeah, I need to write out my rules. Because, honestly, yeah. like, that is really, it really shows... Um, the personality of someone when they are not inquiring about a person across the table from them on a date. You like, should go it, on a second date and flip the script on them and do that. And every time they try to start talking, talk over them until they shut up. As someone who has a podcast who talks about himself with another person for an hour each week, I don't sure. know if I could do it for three hours. Like doing doing this for an hour takes the wind out of me. But I don't even know yeah. if I could if I could talk about myself to the, like the caliber like he was like projectile, like me, 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 like a fucking machine gun. God, I, yeah, I don't know if I could do it that. It was either. exhausting. I, I don't like, feel I, like there's enough about me to cover right? three exactly. hours. It's like I don't think I'm that interesting. Uh-uh. I don't have that much to talk about. Like I don't know what the fuck. Like I gotta stretch this out over like you know fifty years, the rest mm-hmm. of our lives. So also another question, kind of regarding dating. I know that you're like in a relationship and happy and whatever. Like I'm just so good happy for you. and congratulations. You're just so sad and it's crazy. I know. And as someone who's sad and lonely, who's trying to find a man, 
who's trying to settle. Um, <laughs> question, when someone asks you, so what do you do for a job? Do you lie? Or like, what do you, what would oh, you like tell them? like on a date? Them? Yeah. Mm, so I actually, okay, so I don't have OkCupid okay anymore. It's disabled. Um, mm. But when I did, and uh, that's where me and my fella met, it t- it says like on it, it said like I make YouTube videos, I play video games, and then I also have a podcast. Like it was very straight up about it. And then okay. like if they ask though to see those things, I will tell them or I would tell them like, you know, I, I would prefer you get to know me first before you see that. Because that's a really a, good way to phrase it. It's a job because it's like I don't go and you know study you. It's your job. Like mm-hmm. I don't want you to see my alter ego, my alter personality before because you get to know the real not me. Like like you wouldn't like if someone was dating Joe, they like dating gaming Joe, which is what they would see online is only a fraction of Joe. Like right. you don't get to see like bitchy Joe. Like I sure. get to see bitchy Joe. I'm a bitch. Joe's a Joe's a stupid. I'm a bitch. Stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I just always. And then like even now. Um. My boyfriend doesn't listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, you, you. You tell him I not don't, to. You know. It's. I don't forbid him from listening to it or anything. But he kind of understands that you're uncomfortable with it. Right. He sort of understands that it's. You know. It's my work. It's and not stuff, for him, right? Right, right. Sure, it could you be know? for him. Like it I could wouldn't be for him. I wouldn't be upset if he listened to it, but it's you know it's whatever. Yeah, and well, he doesn't really watch the he's he watches the Sims videos and he okay. watches um, Skyrim. So uh, he. Gets I feel to like see that those. it would be. I feel like that it's uh, like if you're dating someone that has an online personality in the sense of like they don't have to be big, but someone who makes on, like content online. I feel like that it's if I feel like it would it would kind of weird me out if my significant other like watched all of the content that I put online because then because yeah. it, it, then it's like I don't have any space, whether it's at work or at home that you're not involved with. And I, I'm a true. person that definitely is the type of person. It's like I love spending time with someone, but I like having like different things to do with different people. Like I don't want right. my significant other involved in my life a hundred percent with everything I do. Cause then I feel like that I get sick of them. Right. Like I like my friend group. Like I love doing stuff with each other's friends in the relationship, mm. but then I also like to have my friend group. I like, it's just, I don't, I like to have different hobbies as yes. each other, like go to different things you know, whenever you don't always have to be together. It's like, I don't know. A relationship's not an island. Exactly. A relationship doesn't be. mean you have to be together all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how I see it. Well, Why have you? What do you tell? Well, so that, that that's kind of what I was saying is since I've been going on dates with, with lots of first dates with boys, whatever they ask me. So what do you do? And it's like, well, I, you know, I produce and co-host a podcast. I also do um, a bunch of audio work on the side for other people. I do computer tech work for my aunt's law firm, whatever. So they obviously they ask about the podcast and they're like, okay, what is it? I want to listen to it. And I don't really know what to say because part of me is like, it's it's not because that I'm not proud of the podcast because obviously I fucking love the podcast. I love talking to you. I love everyone that listens. I love that like I can pay my fucking rent with it. It's amazing. But it's like I it's it's what you were saying with that when I'm on doing the podcast, I'm on like I'm right. not like this all the time. Like uh, otherwise throughout the day, I am really quiet. I am like hunkered down on my couch, on my computer, just doing my own thing, you know, sort of situation. And so I don't think that. 
the podcast would be a good first impression for me in real life because no, it'd be I'm not, awful. That'd be awful yeah, for you. Awful, mm-hmm, awful, awful, problematic and awful. Sure. Um, because like when I'm out and you know getting coffee with someone, like I'm not talking like this all the time. I'm not blabber, blabber, blabber. And, you know, I'm I ask other questions and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just like it's we're different people depending on who we're around. You know, Definitely. like everyone I feel in like the that world is, is different. very natural. I feel like yeah. the people who don't um, not really morph, but people who don't adjust to different social interactions and different social settings with different people. I feel like that it's kind of weird not to do that. Right. Right. I feel like the only people who don't do that are like. TV characters and movie characters because they are like made to be characters, you know, they're made to be one way, whereas like we're not where you're Mm -hmm. we adapt to the situation we're in and well, hopefully most of us do. Well, I so I guess what I'm going to do when people ask about the podcast, when I tell them that I do a podcast is obviously tell them like, yeah, I'm proud of it, but I don't I want you to meet me first. I want you to meet me not on the podcast. Me not Sam not on the podcast first before you meet Sam on the podcast. Because mm-hmm. they're two different sides of me. Because I guess my struggle was that it was coming off like when I would tell them that and I would struggle to be like, eh, I don't think I, I don't really want you to listen right now. It would come off as me not being proud of what I do. Right. In terms of right. the podcast, which is not what I wanted to portray. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like that's a good situ- like a good solution for me is what you w- would say on your OK Cupid. Yeah, so I, I really and that's why I that. also like. So, I generally don't give away my last name for a while too, like when I was Ooh, okay because I then know they're going to Google it, mm-hmm. and there's no telling what shit's going to come up with Joseph oh, yeah. Birdsong. I don't even want to know. I don't want to Google myself. Exactly. So, and obviously and like, they would find the videos and the mm-hmm. podcast, and then they would just find everything by default. Exactly. And that, no. that's the thing. It's like, because if I, because if someone gave me their first and last name, the first thing I do is like find their Facebook. Oh, totally. And Google them. So like, I know that, like, I expect people to Google me if I give them my full name. Right. I reverse image search all their pictures on their profile. Oh, my God, girl. You have a whole tech squad with you. Yeah. Like, I get the Furbies up. They have their own laptops, you know. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. my, we're our, our own hacker group. Brinty opens her laptop and it's just like <laughs> horrible German dungeon porn that she has to close out of. Oh God, Brinty, no. Baba Bido. Oh, no, Brinty. Oh no. Oh, Brinty, not again. <laughs> not again, the police. Brinty. The police. We, we, not your porn addiction. We thought we were over this. The FBI is already on to us, Brinty. <laughs> God. Oh, we're so lonely. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm happy. That's true. That's true. I just like to pretend you're lonely in order to fill the dark void in my heart. Uh, I'm like so fucking happy. It's scary. Uh, yeah, it is, bitch. I know. It's the worst. I hate it it's with every so, fiber of my being. I love it. Um, so, uh, I just want to mention the VidCon was happening. Did and I didn't you guys know. Go? I had no Joe, idea. Joe forgot. Joe didn't realize. Well, I just <laughs> no I, I knew it was happening just because that I follow like some people on Twitter that go to VidCon. I follow Hank Green who runs VidCon. There was some lovely things. There was some drama. Um, I don't really, I don't know much about the drama. I know there's always drama that happens at VidCon. There was like some like tween um, Instagram model. Anyone who calls oh, themselves I saw an Instagram that. model. An Instagram model. Who only, ha- what, what do they only have like 23K followers or something? I don't yeah, even so know. there was like a video of them like cursing out a security guard or something. Do you know anything more about this? I don't I know. I know nothing more than that. Okay. I didn't even watch the video. I, I read the, the headline. I watched. I saw a screen cap, and then I was like, "Whatever." You watched yeah. it? 
Yeah, I watched the video. That little, you know, fucking Instagram twink was being a pretentious little asshole to this poor security guard and like calling the security guard ugly and being like, what are you wearing? Like, what? Like, why aren't you letting me in? Like, I have way more followers than you. Like, I'm so much more prettier than you. Oh, like, God. what? It was just like, honey was like showing her 14 year old ass to this. I mean, it was a dude, but like I call everyone she um, showing 14 year old ass to the security guard and then like damage control. They ended up deleting their Instagram. Like everything went private. Like the Internet was just like it was it was a hot mess for like a day that's all i really caught from it that's intense oh vidcon i feel like when you when you start to get a lot of followers online you either like turn into like a complete monster or you turn into like a recluse yes or like Uh, yeah agreed i don't know but i don't think 23k is enough to go crazy i'd be like sit your ass down yeah honey i fucking invented the internet i invented vlogging give the fuck out of my (laughs) vidcon and then there'd be a video of that online and then Uh i'd get hate crap i feel i feel like what you would do is you would go to vidcon just to start shit just to become like relevant on youtube again I don't even want to be relevant anymore. Oh my God, please no. God, God, please. There's just, there's so many people that come to VidCon now. It's like, it's this huge, like extravagant, extravagant thing. Um, and there's like security and there's like, it's just like, it becomes more and more segregated each Do year. John I feel and like. Hank still run it or someone else took over maybe. I, don't I mean, know. I feel like they're still like the heads of it, but I feel okay. like that there's like so much isn't in their hands anymore because it's this huge operation now. Like YouTube's involved and there's so many sponsors and it's just like this huge, you know, conglomerate fucking animal of a convention now that it's like, I don't know. VidCon in back in the day, VidCon used to be a place where creators could meet their fans and creators could meet other creators and everyone could kind of be on the same pl- like level playing field. And now it's just like you have all these different VIP passes and there's a bunch of like backstage fucking VIP events for like creators only and stuff like this. And it's just like it just is it's this YouTube cast system that gets worse and worse and worse each year, I feel like. I was blacklisted from that shit like five years ago, man. (laughs) I was blacklisted from like the YouTube LGBT community. Like, I swear. Like, I. Joseph Birdsong, the black sheep of the YouTube family. I don't know. They're like, if you're. You have to play by the fucking rules or else you're done. so clicky. You have to. I don't know. You can't piss anyone off who, you mm-hmm. know, up there or you're you gotta, done. You got to eat some ass like, to work up the social ladder. fucking forbid. So, like, I don't even know what's going on in the... I don't even know what the YouTube LGBT community is anymore. Like, I don't even feel like it's real. Right. I don't know. It's... I feel like it's just, like, one big sponsor for Casper Mattresses. <laughs> I wanna, like it's, I, it's a huge spiel. It's a huge, like, 10-year-long marketing campaign when for Casper. I, when I got my new fucking mattress when I moved here, it's so comfortable. I'm not even going to tell you the brand name of it. But listen, I, I was like, I can't even tweet this because people are going to think I'm sponsored by this goddamn mattress company. And this is mm-hmm. the best fucking mattress I've ever had. I st- I'm not going to tell you the brand name. I won't tell you. Joe's going to keep it to his goddamn self. Go trout your go break your own back on your own mattress till you find the yeah, good one. Yeah, Joe had to go through the work to find a good mattress for him. <laughs> No shortcuts for you, bitch. I slept on an Ikea mattress for two years, and it almost it made me It almost over. killed him. I, I stand up 90 degrees now from that thing. <laughs> My back's so crooked. <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the disease about your, your skeleton? Scoliosis. Like, yeah, it, my Ikea mattress gave me scoliosis. <laughs> 
God damn it. Oh, bothersome. Should we talk a little bit about Drag Race? Oh, yeah, let's show? go for it. Um, Our last Drag Race update um, ever. What did you think about it? I guess we have to cover both the, the pre-finale reunion. and the finale. So the reunion was messy. Reunion. Yeah, it was very messy. It was messy. I don't know where the fuck any of that drama was the entire season. Like, why? Where was that? The past, like, 14 episodes. It still wouldn't have helped, honestly. Like, it would have helped to make them a little more interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. Shay was really dramatic in the reunion, but I don't think she was dramatic at all in her edit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I didn't see that. It was, like, two completely different Shay Coulees. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot that James Manfield and Kimora Black existed. Oh, yeah. I was like, who are these people on stage? Kimora (laughs) especially. For whatever reason, my brain has taken her out and thrown her in the trash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think, you know, maybe Shet's for the best. Maybe. She didn't say, like, but maybe two words. Yeah, no. Didn't say anything. Uh, Valentina's. uh, I'm afraid to say anything. <laughs> that's I'm afraid that, to say that's, anything. That says a lot, doesn't it? She compared herself to Selena, not Gomez. How dare her? Right. Um, I thought Farah spilled the truth tea everywhere. I feel like she did too. Farah looked really good at the reunion. She looked really good. Um, all the queens looked good, and I was like, y'all didn't do your own makeup. Someone <laughs> else, y'all do y'all's makeup. <laughs> oh my god! Like Joe Aja, Aja actually looked half decent, and I was like, "Girl, who did your makeup today? Who are you?" Because I know what? for a fact you didn't do that yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Valentina won Miss Congeniality, aka fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Valentina won fan favorite. She did not win Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. Point blank, cut and dry. Sure, like. Valentina is almost as delirious as her fans. Almost. Very almost. Very all slightly. Um, she, oh God, she just rubbed me the wrong way. I love how Aja called her out at the end. That was super fun after she got Miss Congeniality. Um, I love that like Farah called her out for like not being a good friend. Um, I'm I'm very interested in what is going to happen with Valentina in the future. I don't think anything bad. I think she's just going to get more popular, honestly. But she, I don't know. She's way more immature than I thought that she was, that she perceived herself to be um, in the uh, season before everything was done. I agree. She's damn pretty, though. But I don't know. Pretty doesn't make up for messy, honey. So... Um, what did you think about the amazing Katy Perry surprise message <laughs> for Sasha Velour? You know, I, I thought that, oh, go on, go on. I just all I want to say is that Sasha Velour, everything that's happened to Sasha this entire season has been so ironic. Like a lifetime supply or like a year supply of like burgers at Hamburger Mary. She's a vegetarian. Like there was like a some wigs that she got. She's a bald queen. No, and then, she like, got the like most, hair products or something. Oh, hair product. Yeah. She's a bald queen. And then like the most problematic fucking like anti-art fucking pop star ever in the history of humanity, Katy Perry, gives Sasha a goddamn message. I just think that it was a fucking home run. I thought it was incredible. Whoever set that up either was the stupidest person on the planet or the like smartest person on the planet. And you know Sasha. Didn't give a fuck. Sasha was like, who? Katie, who? Well, it was incredible. I read a review of uh, someone from someone who watched it in a gay bar or a gay club. Um, And I got to watch an episode in a, I think I watched an episode in Sidetrack a long time ago. But Mm -hmm. um, 
they said that when Katy Perry popped up on screen, on screen, none of the gays cheered. They said yes. they said it was oh. silent. Nobody We're cheered. We're learning. The gays are learning. I hope so. It was. Uh, I think AV Club did a review of it. And mm-hmm. uh, oh my god! And all the YouTubers in the audience. The who tubers? There, there were so many cuts to them, and I cringed every time. I just could I mean, not stop cringing at that. I don't know why. Wow Presents is wasting their money giving free tickets to YouTubers. Like, what are you it doing? was, it was weird. It was. I don't. I think I don't even know which where to start with that. Well, it was so funny because like during the pre-show or whatever, Bob the Drag Queen was like talking about like oh like there's a bunch of famous people in the audience. Hi, Todrick Hall, and then everyone like there was like the audience was just like silent. Like it's who? like, why did you say famous and Todrick Hall in the same sentence? <laughs> That's like saying famous and YouTubers in the same sentence. Like uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't, like what? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, like get, like you had Kesha as a guest judge. Get her back for, for the na- for the finale. Don't get some Yeah, like, get people that are relevant, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, every other person, like everyone on Tumblr was like, why were there YouTubers there? Like what? Yeah, it was weird. What do you think about the winner? So I guess um, we'll, we'll just say Sasha won. Sasha Valor won. I was very surprised that she won. Um, I'm not angry though. I was I was the the top four, I was like, I was I was definitely rooting for Shea Coulee. She was my 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 pick, but I wasn't rooting against anyone. Um, I don't think I've rooted against anyone since like season seven or something. I really didn't want Pearl to win, so I was like, anyone but Pearl can win. I was I was I I think that the the top four were the top four for many reasons, all different reasons of their own. I feel like that they all um, excelled at different qualities, but I just, I liked Shea Coulee's fashion a lot, so that's why I wanted her to win. Um, I was surprised that Sasha Valor won, but I'm not mad about it. I feel like that she'll be a good reigning queen for season nine. I feel like that she'll use the crown and the, the status of winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season nine well. Um, overall, I just think the season's pretty underwhelming. But yeah, I don't care who won. If I'm, being I don't honest. really care. I'm I just don't. like, great, congratulations. Like, I'm just glad Valentina didn't win. Honestly, I, like after she showed her ass, I'm just kind of glad she didn't win. I think if they didn't have to do this, which I thought it was stupid, the stupid lip sync battle at the end, it which, was very different. It's the first time they've done this, right? Um, and I love the way that Sasha did it, but also, like, I think without this, Shay would have won. But Shay just looked mm-hmm. like she she did not lip sync well. Like I was like, yeah. if you know that you're gonna have to go out there and do this and battle people, like do a reveal of some sort. Exactly. Like three you, the three other queens did some sort of at the, least mini reveal. The fact of the matter is that like I know that lip syncs aren't always about reveals and like gimmicks, but when three out of the four queens are gonna do reveals and gimmicks and you don't, you're gonna not look as good as them. Like yeah. So you gotta like roll with the punches. You know, like Shay was like, you know, serving it or whatever. But like Sasha had so many reveals and like fucking peppermint, like took her wig off and had a wig underneath. Like, you know, like, come on. Yeah. So agreed. I feel like I feel I feel like everyone basically feels the same way that if they didn't have this lip sync thing at the end, I feel like that um, Shay probably would have won. But they had this thing at the end. So I guess Sasha Volor won. I'm excited for Eureka to be in the next season. I think that'll be good. She had a great elephant headdress. She looked so fucking good. That elephant headdress was to die for. 
They were a couple like camera cutaways to her just like cackling. And I was like, this is it. I'm ready for her to be back. I I wasn't a big fan of Eureka like during the season until she like got injured and then she had to got like she had to like get sent home. But ever since then, I've like warmed up to her a little bit and I am kind of excited to see her on season 10. Like, I I agree with you. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. Because like her, um... her drag is pretty fucking fierce. Yeah, I always liked her runway looks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope she continues to do that. And and next I always season. love a big girl, you know. Sure, it's always nice to get that representation up there. Sure. So yeah, RuPaul's All Drag I Race do is see you turn into a giant woman. A giant, a giant woman. woman. <laughs> oh, did you get the Steven Universe soundtrack? By the way, no. It's on Google Play Music if you guys want to stream it and Spotify. Yeah, I should get it. Well, uh, I think we can say sashay away to this season of Drag Race. Thank mm-hmm. God. And uh, uh, <laughs> hope for the next. Is, mm-hmm. hope, hope the next is a little better. Are there any queens that you know of in Chicago that you would want to be on season 10? Or are you not really immersed in like the local um, drag culture of Chicago? Dixie Lynn Cartwright. Dixie Lynn Cartwright. Look out. She is who I was. uh, She's the only one I've seen here. (laughs) But she (laughs) was hosting. I've seen her host a a show. And she was so fucking hilarious. I was in tears. Um, And so I would would enjoy seeing her on I mean, I'm a sucker for a comedy queen. Yeah, she was funny. Uh, And her name is very Southern. Very, very Southern. I appreciate that. Out of 10, what would you rate um, season nine on a scale? I don't know. Like a four- I'd give it like a four or five, yeah. Yeah, like a four or five. It was average to below average. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Still entertaining television. Yeah, still entertaining. I, I feel like that it got better once we got like to the top four. Once like I, I don't think that the past three episodes made up for the entire season, but it definitely made me feel a little better about it. It was just like, ah, as long as Alexis Michelle was there, I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I do think it's like the fact that Katy Perry was on the last episode makes me want to be like shame on you RuPaul <laughs> like right. just like literally shame on you because <laughs> she has had the most LGBT scandals this year right and like use drag queens as props mm-hmm. like I don't know I just wanted to be well like, shame I think on you for having her here th- if, if there's any solace to the situation witness is a fucking flop like it is a mainstream disaster no yeah, one's well. buying Witness. No one's playing Witness. I am witness to Witness being a fucking bomb. <laughs> is it the new Bionic? Uh, ooh, by, but see, is that what it's called? Yeah, Bionic. Christi- Bionic by I Christina. Like the, I feel like the Bionic is like... But see, Christina Aguilera isn't problematic like Katy Perry is. Like, Christina Aguilera is like... like It's it's like she's Floptina legend. She's a legend for a reason. Katy Perry's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get so many Brazilian Drag twins coming her. after me about Katy Perry. I am going to make, I am legit going to make a public Google document. Of whenever every for, shitty whenever, thing I've ever ever. Right. Well, just link it. Put all the links to all the Katy Perry articles in there. And mm-hmm. just whenever someone asks me what my issue is, then I'll have, Like, you know, here's the encyclopedia. I'm print the URL on a business card and hand it out <laughs> to people. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, when this you're in is Sonic. My, like this is my calling in life. Your total's $9.95. It's like, okay, here's my card. It's like, here's honey, my card. sir, this isn't this isn't legal tender. It's like, just go to the URL. and you Be just like, trust steal. me, it's worth more than this <laughs> food. It's worth more than any cash amount. It's going to open your mind, blow your mind. Oh, Lord. Oh, well, there Lord. you go. Drag Race update. I don't know what the fuck okay. we're going to ever talk about 30 minutes in now. 
We're just gonna have it be silent I'm until dying. we do. We'll just have a ten minutes of silence. <laughs> we'll just have we'll just have, like we'll just replay <laughs> old music that we've made in the past. But okay, that sounds good. There you go. Anyways, uh, we're done with that. Should we do favorite things? Is that what's next? These are a few of our favorite things. So, um, oh, oh my God! Before we even get into favorite things, I want to let you know. Um, I started listening to that new K-pop girl group. What's it called? Blackpink. Uh, Blackpink. What did yeah. you like their uh, their newest song? As if it's your last. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I love the music video, but like K-pop music videos are always like really good, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if they have enough money, it, that's you know, if, if, if they're, they're like on money, SM and they can true. like funnel a billion dollars into the goddamn music video, then it's always pretty popping. Um, it's so funny how like of a blatant copy of 21 they are like they're the same company oh, totally. and 21 yeah. disbanded and then Blackpink came out around the same time. You needed and something people, to replace there were all them. the articles like especially with this new song which is one of my favorite things this week. Oh, okay. um, they there were these articles that were like 21 comes back from the dead to as Blackpink <laughs> like, gets resurrected from the crypt and it's <laughs> hilarious. You can like That's point so out funny. which member like Rose is the new. Uh, Park Bomb, Lisa's the new CL, Jisoo's the new Sandara, and Minzy, or, uh, Jenny's the new Minzy. And it's but just is like, anyone it's mad so about obvious. it? No, because no, Blackpink's no, fucking amazing. dope. I feel like they're better than 21 in a lot of ways. Oh like, shit, you're gonna have those 21 well, stands coming out of the woodwork. I still love 21, but Sandara, Sandara uh, Park, she's she just doesn't have much talent. And um, she doesn't. And she even knows it. She does articles where she knows she was the visual of the group. Really? But I feel like the visual, like Jisoo has some talent in black. So which one's from Thailand? Uh, Lisa. Okay. And then there's one from New Zealand. Um, I don't remember which one's from New Zealand. Hold on. I'll look. I'll, I'm looking it up. Must be either Rose or Jenny. Or not Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Um, it's Rose. Rose, she's the new Park Bomb, and her I love her voice. She's got mm-hmm. an amazing voice. I'm kind of yeah, feeling it. That's one of my favorite things this week. As we'll continue on week, with your favorite things then. As if it's your last. I've I've got some other tunes. Okay. Uh, a a singer named Dia. She's more of an indie K-pop artist now. She was in a group called I think Kiss and Cry, but I never listened to Kiss and Cry. Mm-hmm. But she came out with a solo. And it's called Stardust. In, in particular, there's a song on the album called UFO, and it's really Ooh. good. Um, I definitely suggest listening to that. The only sucky thing is you have to buy the album through her app. I was like, girl, what? I want to throw you some money because you're a fucking indie artist. I know you ain't you ain't making no money. And you, you have to, have to download like, app? You have to download her app and then it you have to buy through that app and you don't even get MP3s or anything. It's like this weird locked like format oh, yeah top, and top 10 ways to make me never buy music from uh, from an artist if you don't have shit right. in like mp3 that i can transfer over to places like buy i don't care yeah, if you're indie, i still buy. bought it i did still buy it um because i was like i'll find a way to like i don't know Rip somehow it? get these somewhere else but like i wanted to throw her some money yeah oh that's so but, sad uh, i bet it's something her management tried to get her to do I don't know, probably. Um, I don't even know if she has management, to be honest. Is she but an then, English artist, or is she... No, 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 K-pop. Okay, She's okay, okay. indie K-pop artist who broke off from her group, or her group disbanded, or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then I've been listening to Selena Gomez, Bad Liar. <gasps> oh my god, Disney Kid 1 is back. It is such a jam. You know I will I will say it to the end. Selena Gomez can't sing a note, but she's got the she has got <laughs> things the Joe best and Selena producers. Gomez have in common. Can't sing a note. It is the truth, honey. 
But she has the best producers in the game. And uh, Bad Liar is a jam, and I love it. And good for her. You know, go for it, girl. Good for you for still trying. Well, I was playing her songs, Bad Liar and It Ain't Me, which is she features on from a a DJ. Mm -hmm. Um, I was playing them on on repeat on uh, on a stream, and then people begged me to stop. (laughs) <laughs> I was literally playing those two songs oh, on repeat. No. I was so obsessed. But please, listen, Joe, please, jam. please shut the fuck up. Please it's stop. Jam. <laughs> so, what about you? What are your favorite things this week? Um, so, one of my favorite things this week is that I I got a new file server, which I talked about. I'm not going to go into detail, but I, what I was using before was my little Raspberry Pi that I bought a long time ago, which is a little oh, yeah. microcomputer. And since I bought this file server to basically replace it. Um, I was like, what am I going to do with this Raspberry Pi? Because um, you, they're like $35. You can get them online. You, they're Linux-based. You can program them. People program program them to do a bunch of different things. People install stuff to um, like manage their watering schedules for their lawns. People turn them into like RC cars that are like computer programmable, whatever. What I did is I turned it into a little emulation station for my TV, um, because I have a bunch of like games that I bought through the Nintendo Virtual Console for my Wii U, but RIP the Wii U, I like buried it in the backyard because like bitch, no one is gonna get into that anymore. <laughs> and so I buried the Wii U along with all of my Virtual Console games, and so it's like I don't have it hooked up to the TV anymore, and I kind of want to play like Donkey Kong Country or like Super Mario Brothers three on my TV when we have like friends around, we can like play two player or whatever. The Raspberry Pi is a super good. Um, little emulator for that there is a project called RetroPie, r-e-t-r-o-p-i-e as in the food um, that is a whole package that you install on your raspberry pi and it comes with all the emulators everything's all programmed in um and you it supports like bluetooth um like mice and keyboards along with a bunch of controllers like the Wii U Pro controller and the Xbox 360 controller and like the PlayStation controllers along with a bunch of shit. You can like plug in USB controllers to it. It's super versatile. The only thing that it doesn't come with obviously in order to like not combat legal issues is the ROMs for the games. You have to somehow acquire all the ROMs you want for the games and then you just like plug them into the folders in the Raspberry Pi over like your network from your computer and you reboot your Raspberry Pi and then boom, you're fucking playing retro games and they work super, super well. And it's like a really nice interface and stuff. It's super fun. I've been enjoying it. My um, There's this shitty little game called Mappy. I don't know if you know what Mappy is. It's, I think it's mm-hmm. a Namco game that came out in for like the arcades in the 80s. You're basically this like... Um, you're this police officer mouse that's like trying to capture these other animals. It's very interesting. Basically, a, uh, a friend of ours had it and she for like one of those plug and play systems that you just plug into the TV and uh, she got us addicted. So I downloaded that game for my Raspberry Pi and we've all been playing when we like are home in our living room and are drunk. We all like try to like beat each other's scores on Mappy. It's super cute. So if you have a Raspberry Pi or you're interested in making a little emulation station, um, for your TV, I would totally recommend it. Um, you can check out the project. You just Google RetroPie, all one word, like RetroPie, and you can look into it. You just like download a little image and plop it on a micro SD card, plug it into your Raspberry Pi, boot it up, and then you're good. So that's my favorite thing this week. Well, I've classic seen a lot video of games. people. I've seen a lot of people doing um, like there are 3D printer um, plans online where you can like. Down, like print a little tiny game system to put your Raspberry Pi into, yeah, like a little do that handheld. Too. 
Yeah, like it's a, it'll be like a Game Boy Advance sort mm-hmm. of size thing, and you can you know play all of the. I think they even have up to like N sixty four games running on them sometimes. Like if they're if they have a, a boosted you know chip in there or something, mm-hmm. but um. They look really cool. I've always wanted to sort of do that. And you can get like, they recommend getting like a phone screen you can use or, you know, just. Yeah, you can customize them like crazy. They're super fun. Yeah. I want to do a little build like that or something. Do it. I mean, like, even for people who don't really know what they're doing, you can buy kits. Like Raspberry Pi kits that come with everything. And then like little, like, you can buy a little um, like retro arcade stand to like put everything in and there's like instructions. You can go all out. It's super, super fun. I'd recommend it if you want to like have a weekend project to like put a little, you know, retro gaming console together. I would recommend. Yeah, I want to make like a portable. Like that would be super fun. Retro gaming portable. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. You know, all your games on it and take it with you. I think it'd be super cool. Yeah. Totes, totes. Well, good favorite things. Uh, Good favorite things. Look at us. We're Music so on tech. top of things. Um, now, we've got a couple questions in our emails. Thank Ooh. you guys, as usual. We've been receiving a lot of good questions lately. You guys are the best. Uh, so this first one is from Taylor. Uh, it says, hi, guys. It's Taylor from Toronto. This summer is the first time in my life I can completely make my own schedule as my job is very independent and can be done at home and school is obviously out for the summer. My roommate slash good friend has a normal nine to five job. And so I'm home alone most of the day, which for me can get pretty lonely. I usually end up wasting half the day watching TV and not being productive. My question is, how do you stay productive with an independent job and not feel lonely? As you guys work from home often, I feel like you might have some advice for me thanks so much love the show mm. thank you taylor good question yeah i actually get asked this like occasionally every what? once in a while yeah well people are just like isn't it doesn't it drive you crazy to work from home mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah fucking i'm does. fucking insane like like i said i haven't left the house in like three days like mm-hmm. that's not good for you it's bad yeah joe, and, joe isn't alive anymore I'm not alive anymore. This is just my corpse talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's been talking to you for years. Um, I mean, honestly. I have to, like, force myself to leave the house. And, right. like, sometimes a friend will ask to do something, and I'm like, I really don't want to leave the house, but, like, I should. Like, it's nothing against them. It's just, like, it's hard to get me out of the house. Mm-hmm. So, like, I try to accept some sort of invitation on a weekly basis. And then I try to just, sometimes I just try to go out and walk. Because I feel like if you don't ever go outside, your creativity is just like zero all the time. Yeah. And you have to like absorb, you have to absorb something related to your work. So like I like to watch some sort of funny thing or like some sort of comedy Mm -hmm. show or like comedy videos on YouTube or something. Because it helps me feel like I can be funny too. Yes. Got to recharge yourself. Right, you got to recharge yourself. I don't know. That's how I sort of do it. Mm-hmm. What about you? How does it? You also go to school. Or what? You school's out for summer for you too, though. School's out for summer. Yeah. Um, so you're just just with, hanging. What are you I, doing? With I your feel life, like Sam? that it's easier for me because I don't live alone. I have two roommates that I'm friends oh, right. with, and so it's like easier. To, I I always really ha- I always have a couple people to talk to when like they come home from work or you know they're doing stuff or like they want to go out and they're like hey do you want to go out for food and I'm like okay so I feel like it it definitely helps for me to uh, get out more when I have other people that can kind of coax me out. Or people that um, are just like really easy access because I live with them and I'm good friends with them. If I lived alone, I definitely would have had a more of a struggle with this because God, do I love being a fucking recluse? Like I love it. 
Um, but it is like a double edged sword for me because I'll love it. And then I'll just like get in my hole and I won't leave the house if I don't want to. Um, right. And then it just starts draining me from the inside out because like I need to get outside, getting outside, getting some sunlight, walking around, getting the blood running, you know, get your mind off things can really help recharge any sort of creative energy that you're um, trying to gather throughout the day. And so um, what I usually do the same thing, I usually go for go for a walk. I go try to go hang out with some friends. Um, I go on a couple trips, you know, like a weekend trips. I like going back to you know my parents place or go visiting my sister um a bunch of different things it's the the hardest part i feel like is just getting out just get out of the house and then figure it out you know because like i feel like once the hardest step for me is just getting out of the house and then everything else kind of comes a lot easier to me it's like oh like i can just go do this or i can walk around for a bit and i just start feeling better and better and better right so go to a park you know give some old dude a handy jay you know yeah go play pokemon go or whatever oh that's better than mine yeah. Or get or do both. Handy J plus Pokemon Go. You have two hands. Sure. Right, Pokemon? Pokemon. <laughs> catch some Pokemon off his dick. Hopefully mm-hmm. you don't catch anything else. Yeah, hopefully you don't <laughs> catch anything else. Don't blame us though. Don't blame us. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. Is that is I that guess. good enough? I don't know. Get out of the house. Just like throw your phone in a river and run. Run away. Just run until you can't run, run anymore. Get lost and then find your scavenge your way home. Turn the day into survivor, mm-hmm. you know, a, a challenge to survive. That'll kick you into gear. You know, there you go. Do it. <laughs> thank there you, you Taylor. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a have a lovely summer, too. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is from Pompery Posa Bun. What? Um, I don't know. They say their username is Pompery Arosa Pompery Posa underscore on Twitter. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the only name sort of thing I'm, I get from them, but uh, okay. It says, "I'm honestly just so worried about you. It's really obvious the lack of emails has really taken a toll on your mental health." Anyway, here you go. Some fresh oh, questions. God. They sent us about ten questions, all of which are really good. Uh, but we're going to answer two of them right now. We may okay. save, uh, save some for later. So, which one of you is more likely to burn down a church, and it doesn't have to be intentionally? Um, I feel like that it would be me and here's my reason why when I was younger I was very much into fireworks and fire and like pyrotechnics I still kind of am to a degree but then I had a bad incident where I like burned a part of my face with like a sparkler and that taught me that oh fire can be bad Sam Um, but I've always had like an internal fascination kind of you know pyromaniac sort of thing with fire and I feel like I'm also super clumsy. So I would walk into the church. They would have candles lit. And then I would trip the, over something, hit the candles. The candles would light some curtain on fire. And then it's all hell breaks loose. Um, so I'm pretty sure it would be me. I think I have more motive. Oh, okay. Like you, yours, like mine would be more accidental, but you would purposely do it. Like I will, I would never purposely do it. But I have, I have very angry emotions related to church Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, growing mm -hmm. up in church and then like being you know having seeing people in church shun me for being gay and shun my entire family you're gay yeah yeah what just like i don't know it's like an entire group of people who will like you this is the it, this is the church that I grew up in. I'm only talking about this one single church mm-hmm. who like you until they find out something, and then they until will, they find out who you really just, are. They turn on you, right? Yeah, they like, like who I'm, you are in church, but that's it. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I I had a lot of really angry feelings towards the people I went to church with and that church in general. Well, it really like, affected you, up. it sounds like. Yeah, they were. I mean, there's some there's some awful people out there, like in church and out of church. Mm-hmm. But I I probably God every year at like Christmas they made everyone like line up on the outside of like the the church hall and like hold a candle, and so like it's a miracle probably that I didn't accidentally drop that. Especially as like they even gave them to you if you when you were like eight, and I'm like you shouldn't give a fucking candle to an eight year old to hold. I mean, I, I would have set the church on fire. I would have dropped it and lit something on fire if that was me yeah, at eight years old. It was a mess. It, the mm-hmm. whole place was a mess. But yeah, okay. So intentionally and not intentionally, there's your answer. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't... Would would either of us... Do you think one of us would have a better chance? I don't think so. I think it'd just be for different reasons. Okay. Well, there's, yeah. Those are different reasons for burning down a church. I mean, I will, I will not burn down a church. I have. So. I'm too lazy to go outside. We just talked no, about. Oh yeah, that this. just sounds like a lot of work. I don't want to exactly. deal with the legal situation afterward and whatever. Yeah, you know? I don't have to. Like, I don't, hide. I'm not a criminal. Okay, I'm not a fucking criminal. Oh um, my god! Now I'm just thinking of the classic Britney Spears bop criminal that sounds like a RuneScape song from like 1996. It literally, it literally sounds like a MIDI track from 1999. Like that whistle in Criminal is criminal itself <laughs> i hate that that was the second single or whatever oh, God. okay anyway, remember glory have... neither do i let's move on i uh, i don't think anybody does here's <laughs> here's a quick one we can answer okay uh what's your spirit animal slash spirit fruit in my opinion sam is a golden retriever slash pineapple mix and joe is a phoenix fox slash pear I why like am a, i a pear <laughs> i feel like a pear definitely describes you um, pears are boring and they're Pear-shaped, and I'm I like a twig. I mean... Um, excuse me? If I'm boring, what are you? Oh, God, dead. (laughs) I'm not even existing. (laughs) Well, in terms of spirit animals, a lot of people, they don't like that term or whatever, so a lot of people use the term Patronus. And, okay, uh, so that's that's sort of what I think anyway. In right, to that. definitely. I think more of a of. In, plus, we I took a Patronus test online with Pottermore when I logged in like once, and uh, my Patronus was a ginger cat, which I don't think because I feel like the cats are like frisky and curious. I'm like I'm curious. Well, I guess cats sleep a lot, and they really are lazy too, and that definitely describes me. Um, but like, I don't. How do how does a fennec fox describe you? Um, maybe like feisty. Ooh, okay. Adorable, cute. What would what would you choose instead of a fennec fox? Like, do you have like a Patronus, or do you like? Did you ever take that test? I couldn't re-log into my account. It locked me out of it after I got Slytherin. It was like we don't. You don't. It need was to be like on this you're site. Slytherin and you're deleted. And Bye. you're deleted, basically. <laughs> um, I would be so my fruit slash animal. It would be sea cucumber, and then also oh real cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uh, likes either one of those. I things. cannot top that. Well, it's because that <laughs> it's because no one wants no one wants to see cucumber, and then you uh, like people stick actual cucumbers up their ass. Sure. Wait, would and that make you a like, top? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting like I'm getting way like, too into it. Well, it was also I was going for like body shape too. Okay, also that. Yeah, and then like also like activity wise mm-hmm. also that <laughs> i yeah. don't like to move mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i would go with 
I That's think you would be sea um, cucumber. Oh my ooh, god, the pineapple thing throws me because they're like prickly, right? Um, I guess see you being. I like the golden retriever part about you. Yeah, yeah, you're I'm friendly, just stupid, and friendly. stupid and friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that describes me pretty well. <laughs> Maybe like it would be some sort of pretentious fruit, like oh god, like a like a pomegranate. Right. Well, something like pretentious, because I say that in a cooking manner. You know, okay. Like, not that you're a pretentious thing, but you are. I mean, a good I cook. was just going with the fact that I was pretentious. I'll take it. Like, oh no, I was going to say like you're a you're a good cook, and so mm. I was trying to think of something like a pretentious cook would use in the kitchen, like a like a dragon fruit, fruit or something. Ooh, a shit. dragon fruit. Ooh, some, so I don't want to give you a big head. That's not good. Well, there. see, I feel like the dragon fruit would be good because it's exotic and it really doesn't taste like much. Does it not? I haven't. Ha- I've had one once, but it was a long time ago. It tastes like it just tastes like a like a soft melon. It just has like mm. a like a light fruity flavor. It really it isn't anything like pungent or strong or anything. Maybe it's avocado. I could see you as an avocado, right? And then people just like cut me in half and then stab me to get the seed out. Well, like you're like you come across as a softy, but you're cold and hard on the inside. Ooh, I mean, I'm always hard for you. No. No. Avocado no. describes me pretty well. I do like avocados. Yeah, they're good. I had some and, good guacamole. And I'm a healthy fat, so eat me up. <laughs> God. Anyways. Good <laughs> Thank question. Thank you for the questions of Pumperiposa. Uh, mm-hmm. We will uh, hate your probably, username, but thank you. <laughs> I don't understand it. It may mean something, <laughs> but I don't understand it. Uh, we'll probably use some more of your questions at another time because they're all really good. Thank you. Definitely. Uh, and uh, yes, please continue sending us questions. There's ways uh, how in the outro, and also for the patrons, we should have a bonus this weekend, right? Yes, we, we will. Yes, we will have a bonus for y'all. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Good to be back. Good to be back. Talk to you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at Spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Allison B, Julian S, Ben B, Eric H, Joshua L, Jazza, Kevin V, Kathleen E, Megan C, Kylon C, Vincent L, Pablo F, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on The, the Show! show.